0: Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. I don't, I don't know if there's an acronym for something as good as that giant slurp of Tim Horton's coffee.
1: It's called Yuck. Is there one out there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> coffee, no. <laughs>
1: well, welcome to Tim Talks. This is Dan Walden with my BFU IFA. Best that's friend right. until I can find another one.
0: That's right. And you'll be waiting for eternity. And even then. Even then it's going to be sketchy. When people start moving away from you in heaven, you know you got a problem. How come how come there's only one street in heaven, but there's a little alleyway with your place at the end of it?
1: That is more than I deserve. That's why. Uh, you're not kidding. You're not kidding.
0: Wow. Wow. Well listen, I'm saved, I know I'm saved, I am strongly convinced of that, I have the hope of eternal life, I'm not afraid to die, I could die today, it's okay, it's all right, I'm ready to go. doctor can say you got cancer, I don't want to leave my family, I don't want to stop serving the Lord here, but I'm ready to go home to be with the Lord because I'm saved. Do you have that assurance?
1: Amen, I certainly do, I know that I'm saved and it's not in me it's in the fact that i'm trusting him as first timothy uh 112 says for i know whom i believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which i've committed unto him against that day i committed my right. life i committed my soul to jesus christ for safekeeping I am not keeping it myself, and so I know that I'm saved because I trusted him, I put my faith in him. I believe that he died on the cross, he was buried, and he rose again according to the Scriptures. That's my only hope of eternal life, and so I know that I'm saved.
0: One of the things that helps me with that is I have a peace that passes all understanding, and this world has no peace They are searching and desperately trying to fill that void of their life, and and I do not have that void in my life. I am complete, I am full, and I am well aware of what the Scriptures say, and I see them evidenced in my life. So if you don't have that, if you don't have that, you're in trouble.
1: So that leads perfectly into why people doubt their salvation. Because oftentimes mm-hmm. they are trusting in their feelings instead right. of their facts. The fact is, I trusted Jesus as my personal Savior. That is a fact. Now, my feelings certainly did go along with it. I was weeping, I was, uh, I, and I wept afterward because I was so elated of knowing what Christ did for me. But whether you are crying or not, uh, the fact is— did you trust Jesus Christ? Is is he you claim that he is the very son of God and uh, the one who died on the cross, buried rose again, is your faith in him. That's it.
0: But there is an evidence of that, and the evidence of that comes in that satisfaction that, that I I am saved. I, I know I'm saved. And I, yep. I know that because of what God's Word said. But there's also been an indwelling of the Holy Spirit Amen. of God. And that is that is an emotional thing when that does happen. I, most people cry when they get saved. Most people. Um, not all. And it doesn't mean you're saved or not whether you cry or not. But there is, it's an emotional thing. And there is a sense of burden removed. Amen. I tell people it feels like a piano has been Amen. lifted off of you. But yeah, it, it's it's facts, not fiction, and it's not fairy tale, and it's not feelings. But you will feel different when you get saved. There'll be something that will change in your life, and you'll know Amen. it. Amen. And maybe the best way we can describe that is feelings, um, not.
1: However, not that
0: we base on that for sure.
1: Just those feelings don't exist. Uh, just uh, have that have that constant existence on their own you're not going to feel that same way for the next 20 years 30 years unless you know so so that's the danger of trusting feelings and we trust the facts and we enjoy the feelings and way too many people who doubt their salvation go by their feelings
0: and another another test is the fruit of the spirit. Do you have the fruit of the spirit in your life? And those are plainly listed for us. We we should evidence those in our lives. And there's love, joy, peace, long suffering. Yeah, it, uh, those things with
1: his feeling, with his filling. And there's not a lot of believers yes. that are filled with the spirit unfortunately.
0: That's well, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah.
1: Okay. So All then right. why do so many people what are some bible reasons why so many people doubt their salvation
0: i'll tell you most people that struggle that i've dealt with is because they're having a hard time overcoming sin and often a particular sin Hmm. they keep going back to that sin and the devil gives them this thought how can you be saved and still sin like that how can you be saved and still talk like that how you, can you be saved and still crave the uh, the things of this world that control you? And so when they struggle with that overcome of sin, that's a big one for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. You know, many people misunderstand. Now, I don't think this is a major doctrine, but I do believe that there's some truth to first uh, to Hebrews 12 where it talks about, And let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset you. Um, I I believe that there. I I tend to give credence to the concept of a besetting sin in your life. Uh, It may not be the same as somebody else. Maybe one person. uh, But I do believe that there is a a a root sin. That you're going to have to deal with in your own life for the rest of your Christian life, uh, you know, where one person the root may have something to do with honesty, another person maybe that root has to do with laziness, maybe somebody else has to do with greed. But there, there's, if you look at many of your your the times that you've slipped and fallen and trying to walk for the Lord. You could probably get eighty percent of them back to this one root area, and I'm convinced that whenever you attack and fortify yourself in that area, you're going to see much more victory than failure in your life. And and I mean, somebody's batting five hundred. Some team is, uh, yeah, the batting five hundred. They're gonna kind of have a great.
0: <laughs> a, a team is winning,
1: you know. 500 record, you're a winning team, and so yeah. you know whenever you think of being a victorious Christian, never means I'll never sin. Being a victorious Christian means I'm winning more than I'm losing.
0: Right, and and I'm trying to win. Yeah, I'm making an effort to win. Right, yeah. absolutely. Here's here's another one I've got. Um, when you're unfaithful to the influence of faith, um, church, good church activities. Christian fellowship, and that's that's a big one for, I think, a lot of teenagers that are listening. Uh, wrong friends will definitely not help you in your walk with Christ. I know we want to win them to Christ. There should be an influence of our life in theirs, but when you get saved, you need to find people that are going to encourage you to walk in the way of the Lord and in- encourage you by commending you when you do right in the things of the Lord and getting after you when you don't do the right things of the Lord. So I think that, you know, faithfulness to the Word of God, faithfulness to prayer, faithfulness to church, faithfulness to other influence of Christianity, those things help us to keep from doubting as well.
1: You know, somebody explained that to me one time. I, I thought it was just phenomenal, and I've tried to use it, is— uh, there are areas in which you don't really have much of a choice to be around unbelievers. All right? You're going to go to school. Well, unbelievers are going to be at school. You're going to have a classmate. You're going to ride the, you're going to ride the bus. Uh, you're going to work at McDonald's or someplace like that. You know, When you go to work, when you go to school, uh, when you're out in your neighborhood doing, doing errands, when you're going to the store. But the point is we as believers should not be seeking to spend our recreational time and only have that time with unbelievers because that's the danger as we're seeking to be around believers. It's not like we're, we're, we're never around uh, unbelievers. But in that seeking, it shows that they're, we're not walking in the right direction, the same direction that the Lord is. You know, we're, because we're trying to find a replacement, we're trying to find people going in a different direction. I don't—I don't mean you can't interact and you can't have social interactions, but as we're seeking to only be around unbelievers and not to be around believers, that's—that's that's a sign of that's a danger signal in our life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Here's another big one, I think, and this was, this was something that had influence in my life, and a negative influence, and I think does in a lot of people's lives, is I continued to listen to the wrong music after I got saved. And music, entertainment, television programs, videos, social media, all of those things can cause us to question our salvation. Um, because it, it quenches the spirit. And it doesn't allow the Holy Spirit to have that free reign in our lives. So I think that's something that you really need to pay close attention to. And and most people that I've dealt with that have struggled in their life with their Christian walk and, and their their understanding of salvation is that music. Oh and I would oh, I yes. would ask all of you today to test and ask yourself, what am I listening to? What am I watching? And there's some things that you need to start turning off yes. if if it's not helping you and understanding how to grow in the things of the Lord and have that security of salvation.
1: And again, these are not things you do in order to be saved. These are things right. that will help you Keep from or, if you're wrestling with it now about your salvation, get it settled and then stop doing these things or beware of these things in order to keep that relationship right. Yes, the Bible says, as he thinketh in his heart so easy. Music has a meditational concept to it that we ruminate, we think, we brood, we uh, we delve into those things that are being said in that song and okay you you have a song that you like how many times you're gonna sing that song in a week probably it, either you listen know. to it or sing to yourself what do you think a hundred two hundred three hundred I mean you know you could hear it uh, ten times a day that's 70 times during that week or, or sing yeah. it to yourself you sung it 12 times in the shower because you ran the hot water out for everybody else because you took 25 minute shower you know but uh, yeah, but right. you sung that over and over and over you are dwelling you are thinking you are meditating on that and the scripture says no, 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 think on these good things, Philippians chapter 8, uh, you know, things that have goodness and pleasurableness and, in it and, uh, uh, you know, good character, integrity, those kind of things are what we need to think on.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What are some things you've got that...
1: Well, we, we mentioned already, um, you did uh, last episode, but uh, certainly our heart is hardened Through the deceitfulness of sin, Mm, Hebrews warns us: Beware, lest your heart become hardened. And so, whenever our heart winds up being so cold, and we're looking at matters of the heart, and our heart is cold, well, no wonder we may not think that we're saved, because we've we've been doing things that we know is wrong. And we've let let it pile up. The more we do it, the colder, the more aloof that we get from the things of the Lord. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's a it's a terrible thing to get, you know, the Lord said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that at some point in your life, it's good to just remember relive reaccount your salvation experience it's good for me to go back and see the place where i got saved it's good for me to go back and talk to people that were involved in my salvation now those those have gone on to be with the lord but if you're if you're alive and those people that led you to christ are alive it doesn't hurt to go back and see a sunday school teacher and say i remember the day i got saved i do too i remember that it was so awesome i remember when you got baptized um you know here's here's where i marked it in the in the bible my dad just showed me the other day he said i i wrote in my bible the day that harrison got saved Mm. and i said that's awesome he goes because when i'm gone he'll be able to have that testimony that i knew that he had trusted christ i I think those things are important. I think, you know, when those doubts come, just to go back and and even if you have to do it in your mind. Uh, I got saved in Simcoe. Uh, We were down there and had some time the other day and we had a friend with us. I said, let me give you a little tour. So I said, this is where I got saved. I took her to the apartment where I got saved. This is um, the church where uh, I was baptized. And where I committed my life to Christ and served Him, um, this is where I led my first soul to Christ. You know those kind of things. Amen. I, I, I need that. I love that. And I think Amen. I think it's good for people to do that.
1: Amen. Yeah. Another thing that I have is uh, refusing to go farther in our Christian life. Uh, the Bible says in First Corinthians ten that the Old Testament, and expressly. How the old, how the children of Israel left Egypt, but on all of those things, but that it was given for our ensemble, that we could learn something from them, and you know, whenever they when they stopped and said, "We're not going any further," uh, you, you got to go back to that problem and take care of that problem before you do go further. Is there an area in your life that you told God, no, and you're adamant, you're hard, you were decided about it? No, that's I'm not doing that. You can mark from that point on you've been disintegrating in your walk with the Lord, your relationship with God, and you cannot keep going farther in your walk for Christ until you go back to where you said no and repent of that rebellion. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as idolatry.
0: Absolutely. I'm going to leave with this, and this is a big part of the problem. First John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins, sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I think that most that struggle with eternal security do so because of a continued sin problem That's yeah, a good point point. and the devil using that using that against you yes. and i've said it before how can you be a christian and do that how can you be a christian and have those thoughts how can you be a christian and whatever and if we deal with it and get done Amen. with it and get that seal of approval by the holy spirit of god you're going to feel strong. You're going to feel like I've overcome. Yes. And you'll get to a place in your life where that happens more often than you feeling like, wow, I just sinned again. I just sinned again. I just sinned again. And pretty soon we're so embarrassed we don't even deal with it. And that's part of the problem. I'll leave it there.
1: You close it out. Well, you know, I, I really, days that I really believe that I'm close to the Lord, I'm probably confessing sin 50 times a day. Um uh, because I'm I'm I want to be so sensitive to even little nuances that are starting in my life. And so, you know, just don't get to the point, you know, he is faithful. We look and go, Oh, you probably don't want to hear from me again. You're probably probably sick and tired of hearing No. He right. is faithful. Don't don't you set that roadblock up in your life. Two things that I have to finish up is, first of all, a lack of hearing the word. You mentioned it the other day. Uh, faith cometh by yep. hearing, hearing by the word of God. When yep. you stop... Uh, hearing the word of God—that means either leaving church, like what you said, you know, starting to miss church. Don't read your Bible faithfully. Uh, you know, those things are going to absolutely have an effect upon your life, and will sometimes send you way back to saying, "I don't even know that I'm saved anymore." So, a lack of hearing the word, and uh, then love not the world. You know, the the Bible says uh, the the Apostle Paul. He talked about one of the guys who preached with him, held revival meetings, was an evangelist. Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. So, uh, I mean, it is absolutely possible that you wind up just getting so enamored by things that are going on in the world that you just lose your love for Christ and can bring you to a point of serious doubt, black clouds in your heart and mind and and you know almost wondering which way's up
0: yeah absolutely absolutely great week great topic thank you so much jk for sending that in and we appreciate that and keep those coming uh it does take us a while to get to them we do have a number of folks that send them in and uh sorry it took so long but we did get to it and we'll continue to get to them as we uh, roll through that list and uh I, I like what you said too. Uh, maybe for uh, our 1000 show send us send us a clip send us a statement send us the uh, the number of the podcast and the title if you can and uh, we could do a, uh, a series of favorites or highlights or something like that uh, send that to us that would be great I'm Al Stone I am uh, headed to Michigan to start a great uh, missions conference and uh, looking forward to a very, very busy year. And uh, thank you to all who've asked me to come and represent the Canadian Gospel Project and the CanAm Project of Reaching America with the Gospel as well.
1: This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Of course, if you do not know that you're saved, you need to get that settled. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Um, I'm begging you, talk to your pastor. Talk to some people that who really, really know the Word of God, and make sure mm-hmm. you get that settled. Uh, it may be that you are saved, and Satan has robbed you of any joy, and you've gotten away from the Lord, and you just need to get back in fellowship with him to, uh, like David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation, he didn't say he me get saved again, but I want that joy again. But this is too serious to to bypass. It's too serious to be embarrassed about. Uh, what shall a man? What is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? So do get that settled. God bless you, and I appreciate getting that. Uh, Getting this comment because this is a this is a question that multitudes deal with. So God bless you.
0: Hey, God bless you too. And while we are saying our goodbyes, somebody just emailed me with another topic. So thank you for that. God bless you. It's coming. This is Tim Talks. Have a great weekend day, and we'll be back on Monday with more good stuff. Or the usual stuff we bring you. <laughs> it all depends. Good
1: stuff or just the usual nonsense?
0: <laughs> IDK. IDK. You'll have to okay, wait. Uh? This is Tim Talks. That's right. That's right. This is Tim Talks. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at TimTalks.com.
1: That's T I I M Talks.com.